Today's reading is from the book of John. It's on your sheets and it might appear on the screen. Josh is nodding. It's from John chapter 8, starting at verse 12. When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. The Pharisees challenged him, here you are, appearing as your own witness. Your testimony is not valid. Jesus answered, even if I testify on my own behalf, my testimony is valid, for I know where I came from and where I am going. But you have no idea where I came from, where I come from, or where I am going. You judge by human standards. I pass judgment on no one. But if I do judge, my decisions are true, because I am not alone. I stand with the Father who sent me. In your own law, it is written that the testimony of two witnesses is true. I am the one who testifies for myself. The other witness is the Father who sent me. Then they asked him, Where is your Father? You do not know me or my Father, Jesus replied. If you knew me, you would know my Father also. He spoke these words while teaching in the temple courts near the place where the offerings were put. Yet no one seized him because his hour had not yet come. Thank you, Jane, for reading our passage to us. Let's pray. Our Father, may my spoken words be faithful to the written word and lead us all to the living word. Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. What connects these words? Fire. Wall. Moon. Spot. Head. Flood. Fire, sun, or flash. What one word connects them all? Sorry? Very good. I think you've got it, but just to check, you're going to have a little competition. Right, let's have a look on here. What are these? Light. Speed, light, 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 shades, here's a good one, light, cinema, light, uh. here's a difficult one, this one, Felix, lighter. All the different characters who played James Bond's American colleague in James Bond films. And this is Light Ning. And this finally is a light. Very good. Light is fundamental to many things. From the very beginning, 
in Genesis 1. God sorted heaven, he sorted earth, he sorted the seas. At the beginning, in the beginning, God created the heavens, the earth, and the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep. It wasn't really much use until verse 3, when God said, let there be light. And there was light. Light is crucial. But the funny thing about light is it can be seen in different ways. The story is told some years ago. There was a US Navy aircraft carrier group sailing in the Western Atlantic Ocean. It was nighttime. And the lookout saw a light ahead of them, right in their path. So the captain got on the radio. Please divert your course 0.5 degrees to the south to avoid a collision. And the reply came over the radio. We recommend you divert your course 15 degrees to the south to avoid a collision. Captain again. This is the captain of a US Navy ship. I say again, divert your course. Reply, no. I say again, divert your course. Captain. This is the aircraft carrier, the USS Coral Sea. We are a large warship of the US Navy. Divert your course now. Reply, this is a lighthouse. Your call. <laughs> Transcript of an actual radio conversation between the ship and the Canadian authorities across, around the coast of Newfoundland in October 1995. Believe it or not, now, light can mean different things for different purposes, and we can use it in different ways too. And we're going to concentrate from that one verse at the beginning of our passage. When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but have the light of life. The verse tells us that the ultimate light is Jesus. How does that affect us? What does him being the light mean to us? Sounds good. What does this verse teach us? And I picked out three aspects of that verse that really struck me. In fact, I wasn't the first to pick these out. When I was thinking about this, I actually found out that Tim Keller had thought of the same three points, talking about light. I'll take that as commendation. He regarded light as truth, light as beauty and joy, and light as bringing life. Right, firstly... Nick will run up the church. Okay. We can easily think of the light revealing things. It reveals the truth. It shines in corners. Finding creepy crawlies. It finds damp on the walls. It finds birds' nests in the roof. It finds things. On a dark winter night, it shows us where the puddles are, where the curbside is on the road. Headlights on the car show where animals are walking in front of the car down Whittlesford Road. The light that is Jesus does the same. It points out the truth. Jesus says... Sinlessness reveals the truth about our sin, the truth of what we're really like. He certainly told us it as it is, 
in the New Testament to Pharisees, to money changers, to Jewish authorities. But thinking about this, there's a danger for us here. The light of truth isn't about us comparing ourselves to each other, but to his perfection. Of course we can use that light to reveal those dark corners. In fact, when I worked at, at World Vision, we had a word for this, a phrase. We called it timely truth-telling. Hmm. Let's be cautious. Be sensitive. Remember the planks in our own eyes, individually and as a church family, especially at this time. And we fear the Church of England is becoming increasingly aligned with prevailing social norms and customs that may not be aligned with what we see as biblical truth. But let's not be just pointing out the faults. The mindset is timely truth-telling with love. Not for our own benefit, but for the other person, for the wider church, for the community. The light of truth also shows the way forward. Jesus is our spotlight, our headlight. He shows us the path ahead. We need this. We all need it. So when we're not sure about our direction in life, where we fit in, how to be the people God wants us to be, then look towards that light and where it is pointing. We're not like those, as mentioned later, in the same Gospel of John. When a person walks at night, they stumble, for they have no light. We don't have to walk at night. We have that awesome privilege of knowing the precious light of Jesus. And we can seek to know him, to see, to really understand him. As the verse says, it's Jesus who tells us, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me shall not walk in darkness. And walking in that light means not wandering off. Yes, check in with God regularly, daily in prayer and through our Bibles. Yes, bring our challenges, our decisions, our choices, our exam nerves. Yeah, I know it's GCSE mocks time. Our relationships, bring them to Jesus. Listen to his guidance in his word, in our consciences, in our hearts. He is the light. Stay close. Keep looking to that light in our daily prayers and lives. So secondly, light brings beauty and joy. This light is not just to show the truth about our sin and the route to knowing God and to guide our path. Light also brings beauty. It brings joy. I love, I, for some weird reason, I love the, the view of the church looking up here. I love the window at the end there. I love the fact we've got music and musical instruments. They're things of beauty and the sound is a thing of beauty. And yes, God created many beautiful things and inspired them, cathedrals, art, music. But it's in God's people that we can really see beauty and joy. I'm reminded of someone many of you will remember. Someone who used to teach me the piano. If you've heard me play, you may doubt her teaching skills. But then, that's probably the raw material. It was Paulette. Now, she had a long battle with illness before she died, and I visited her in her care home. She'd had a full money's worth from the NHS. Parkinson's, broken bones, memory loss, you name it. She couldn't take care of herself for many months, and yet, and yet, she shone. She sparkled. I remember doing a jigsaw with her, 
and I put the piece in the wrong place. A raised eyebrow, a twinkle, a twitch in the direction of where it should go, the right place. A smile when I saw the light. Gracious she was in the face of the suffering. She never thought, I can't, but what can I? Paulette was a light to me of beauty and of joy, the light of Jesus shining through. So living in the light means not just uncovering sin or pointing the way, it means being light. It means letting the light shine through us, not just to experience the joy of knowing Jesus and his peace, his strength, his love and the other fruits of the spirit, but to share the source of them with others by how we live and how we think, how we talk, how we act. We all know people who exude this kind of beauty and joy. Give thanks to God for them. People who support us, pray for us, encourage us, value us. Why not thank them? We can all do this. Let's practice a little bit of this sort of light. Just a couple of minutes, here and now, turn around to the person next to you, the person you came with or person, people near you, say, thank you. Say thank you for something they've done in, in the last year maybe that you really appreciate, light that they've given, beauty and joy from God that was really needed for you, for your family, for all saints, for us here. Just a couple of minutes, let's turn around. Thank you. <laughs> All right. I hope you're able to just say thank you, to show appreciation to some people around you. We don't often know that we're bringing light, we're bringing beauty, we're bringing joy. It's others that see it. As we start this new year, let's not forget to acknowledge and to appreciate each other. I remember for our verse this evening that walking in the light means walking with others. So light is truth, light brings beauty and joy. And thirdly, and finally, light brings 
hopefully. Life. Nicholas Georgiadis running up the church again. Livelier than he ever is on a hockey pitch. <laughs> Cheap but true. Right. Um, what does our verse say? Jesus spoke again to the people. He said, I'm the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Above all, light brings life. You know, I think of baby chicks in an incubator. When I think of the light of life, I think of human babies. I think of my triplet brother, Chris, when he was born. He was one foot long, three pounds, four weeks premature, and spent six weeks in an incubator after he was born. It wasn't at all well. It was the light and the warmth that kept him alive. That's what light does. From the beginning, when the world was created, it was only after God said, let there be light, that life was possible. And similarly, it's only when the light that is Jesus comes into the world, to be seen, to be heard, that real, complete, and eternal life is possible. Are we the light? No. Jesus is the light. He says, I am the light of the world. That's why he came to bring light here, here and now, as well as for eternity. And all we can do is kneel before him to accept that we need that light, that we don't deserve it, but they're it. He is having himself taken on the consequences and effects of the time when we were existing in darkness. We can try and shine the light of truth to show reality, the light of beauty and of joy to give support and love to others. But actually, it's not us who is the light. The torch isn't the light. Jesus is, and it's his power in us that is the light, more than a few batteries. We all need to know the light source and to constantly stay close to it, to him. So that light of Jesus, the light of life, is with us and in us shining out through us I just pray may we know that light of truth of beauty, of joy and of life itself this year and always Amen Thank you John Let's stand and sing in response to that, sing of the light of the world. Please stand.
please take a seat. Friends, we're going to share in the Lord's Supper now. What are we doing?